we're back. And he's dancing again. Hey everybody! We're being uh, stupid. That's what we're doing. Dad. Welcome to the Gene Pool Variety Hour. This is episode seventy. We are now. Would that be septenarians? Is sept is sept seven, or is it sect? We're senior sept, citizens. Septenarians. Octa- wait till we get to eighty, then I know it's octogenarians. I know that, but anyway. I, so I never. Dad, dad, right. we're the senior citizens. Anyway, I am Sean. I'm the old guy of the group. I'm the dad, and the guy on the other screen is my son, and his name is. Hey guys, my name is Connor, and and I am also known as Quillmeister, and I am also known as the funny man of this group. My dad just, my my dad just makes me look pretty. I I bring all the, all, all the content. Let's be honest. It is better to look good than to feel good, so that's fine. If Where's I that if from? I'm from, oh that's uh, Billy Crystal as uh, it was like a Fernando Ven- Fernando Venezuela or Fernando Venezuela. It's, Rip off. I forgot what he called himself, what what his character was on Saturday Night Live, but he's like, it is better to look good than to feel good. What a Fernando something or other. Okay, okay. This, okay, this, this, uh, this is random, but but a scene from What do you know? Saddles. We're starting out early with the chickens. <laughs> um, a random scene from Blazing Saddles just just appeared in my head. Um, 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 Gene Wilder, her pulling this. Um, pulling this guy for, for, from the, around the corner from uh, of this stone thing, thing um, and <laughs> there's a bunch of clansmen there. Hey, with a white where are all at. the white women at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why, but that seems randomly popped in my head, and I can't stop. You laughing. know, cancel culture <laughs> and all that they stuff. They destroyed that movie. No, listen, I mean the whole <sighs> the culture we live in today. Has ruined comedy, if you ask me. Yeah. Because everybody is offended by everything, and everybody gets angry about everything. And Mel Brooks made a movie where he made fun of everybody, and it was hilarious because I nobody know. because nobody took it seriously. He made fun of the Jewish people as much as anybody else. He's Jewish. I mean, you know, it's like Mel we're Brooks just gonna... is Jewish. Have you listened to the guy talk? I was oh, 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 oh. Mel Brooks. I I was thinking about 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 Mel Gibson, the guy from Passion. <laughs> sorry, no, he's Catholic. They're both named Mel. I'm he's sorry. Catholic. And, I'm sorry. And Mel Gibson got into some hot water several years ago for going on a drunken tirade that about, was kind of yes, anti uh, anti Semitic. So you know, <laughs> kind of hard to get those two confused, but. Apparently, it's because I was thinking you're talented because you did mouth. it anyway. So, uh, anyway, uh, welcome to, to episode 70. Like I said, we just kind of hang out and talk about some nerdy stuff. We, we uh, review some weird random movie that we pick. Um, we do some kind of geek question, and then we just chase a lot of chickens. You already heard one chicken. We've already chased one. 
So this this show is less about uh, is less about our content and just more about a father and son getting together once a week and being goofy together. You know, yeah, you know, get um getting out of <clears throat> all this nerdy energy. You know, we, we we don't really get to get out at home. You right, know? right. And so so you know we're gonna we always start with kind of what's going on with us, any kind of life updates, and then we'll do the geek <clears throat> question. Um, and, and then we're doing, as you can see on the screen, we're going to be talking about Santa Jaws tonight. Now, if you guys were here Santa last week, Santa Jaws is coming to town. If you listened to last week's episode, you know, we rolled for a movie called Cutter's Way with John Hurd and Jeff Bridges. That apparently, apparently it's no longer free on the, on Prime. It was when I, we picked it, but it's not now. So Connor so, hit me to that this weekend and I went, okay. Well, it's December. Let's just do weird Christmas movies for the month of December. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I just so they're not that random. I just went and picked all the Christmas movies on the streaming services and looked at the ones that looked like they were the weirdest or most unusual, and I said, we're gonna do that one. And so we're gonna do we're gonna do a movie called Santa Jaws today about a a jingle bellin' shark that eats people. And stuff. He sees you when you're swimming. He knows when you are drunk. I I don't remember what the how the song went, but anyway. So we'll talk about that later. But uh is anything funny, especially interesting or stuff like that going on with you? Um, let's see. Um interesting. Um our trip is literally next week to come and visit you guys. Yep. It's a week That's from Wednesday. Be fun. It's a week from Wednesday, yeah. So we'll yep. be doing. We got one more podcast episode like this next week, and then and we you, may be able to to do another one on the Friday while I'm visiting, right here side together, by side like, like the old days, like the old days. Um, your mom was actually asking me about that last night. I'll chase the chicken huh? here. Your mom was asking me about that last night. She said, "Which did you prefer? Did you prefer? Do you prefer doing the podcast with Connor like we do it now?" Where we're looking at each other like this, or when we yeah. were sitting next to each other, and I said, actually, I prefer the way we're doing it now. Really? This is, and this is why. Because I said, when we sat, in, no, listen, this is why. Because I get to look at you, right? Yeah. When we when sat we were next, next to, to each other, you, you couldn't. Well, I mean, I could. She said, but you could still look at him on the screen. I'm like, yeah, but he was sitting right next to me. So your instinct is when he says something to you, you turn to look yeah. at him. And so you're doing this the whole time. And I says, and I don't like doing that. I much prefer looking at him the whole time. So I like this better. And we have more room because this was kind of a tight space for the two of us. True. It's, it's kind of a tight well, space there, for just me. There, <coughs> there's always the possibility um, um, of us sitting at opposite ends of the table looking at each other uh, and the camera doing kind of a wide angle thing. Mm-mm. No, no, maybe really? we could. You could sit at that corner, and I could put the camera over there, maybe, and we could do it at an angle that way. But then all you get is the blanket for the backdrop. <laughs> so, no. so, no. okay, the, but okay. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Yeah. So, still, still, so I've, we may. I'm okay with either method. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to interrupt family visit time for the podcast next Friday. If it opens up as a possibility, sure. But yeah. so, like I said, bring your mic just in case. But other than that, yeah. don't expect anything. We'll see. Okay. So, um, okay. So nothing else. You said today's. You sent me a text earlier today and says today started out with a bang. What happened? Um, 
it started out with started out with a literal bang. There was there was a giant crash on 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 the bumper assembly line. Oh, yeah. Turn um turns out out one of the crews who who worked e- either a third shift or um or or, or the weekend shift le- um left one of the maintenance doors open and that that, that led into the actual who a main um. Um, main conveyor for for, for for the hangers going up through, through the wash and through assembly. Yeah. yeah. And and that door was left open, and so a bunch of hangers kind of got caught in the door. Oh, and okay. essentially, four carriers got crashed, bent, mm-hmm. and basically had um had um had to be cut apart just to untangle them. Wow. So, that, sound, that sounds pretty similar to a scene in my short story. Except no right. one got pinned un- under a car and stuck like and, a gi- like a giant tick. Courtney liked that and, image. She said when she read it, she says I thought that was funny. And and um, and, and, and there was no secret telepath there. You don't know that. If it's secret, how do you know if that it was or not? It wasn't because there's no such thing as telepaths, Papa. Yeah. That you know of. The CIA may have something different to say about that. But anyway, that's another issue. We're not talking. If you want to know what we're talking about, if you want to know what we're talking about, go on Amazon and buy Misspelled. It's a it's an anthology of short stories, and I've got a short story, and it's for charity. So just look up Misspelled Legion of Dorks, and you'll find the book. It's twelve ninety nine. Buy it. Uh, The money goes to Toys for Tots for charity, Um, and you get a bunch of nerds that wrote short stories about magic that went awry. Um, yeah. And mine is the very last story in the book. Speaking of which, speaking of which, when it came out a couple, a, a few weeks ago, I bought me a copy. Obviously, really, I mean, I bought it the day it was out and got it. Um, and then today, when I'm checking the mail, I have this book, and I'm like, this is kind of weird. I didn't, I, and it was to me, and I'm like, I didn't order a book. I don't. What is this? Is this something that your mom ordered, but it came in my name? And I open it up, and Kelly. Kelly Colby, you know, from Curse Dragon Ship, you know, the publishing company that put out the book, and she was the editor. She yeah. sent me a copy as a, as a, as, a, as a gift, so I have a second copy now. So that was oh, cool. Send it to me. No, I'll probably give it. I'll probably at least I'll take it to our big family Christmas, and because I know your grandmother would like to read it. I know oh, Grammy yeah. would like to read it. Um, Paige has already bought a copy. Aunt Paige has already bought a copy. Nice. Um, so. If um if I had the money to spare, I would buy myself a copy too. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. So anyway, um, uh, let's see. Oh um um this um this um this is a fun plan for um for for my visit. Um, um a, a bunch of mine and and Nikki's friends who, who who all live in Georgia, which actually a good bit of them still do. Who um um on Sunday hey the 19th we're all gonna meet at the georgia aquarium and hang out there for the day okay um that's cool uh you might want to make sure mom hadn't made family plans i it it was gonna be after church okay well whatever i mean just 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 saying just let mom know that so she can plan accordingly accordingly because if she doesn't know that she may have already been planning something for the family to do after church Oh okay. Yeah. So and 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 I don't know that she has, but it would really not go over well if Especially there was a conf- since, since I already bought the tickets and they're non-refundable. Yeah. So you might want to talk to mom. Just let her know. 
Okay, ahead I of time. I and will. she'll be fine with it. She just, I just don't want there to be a conflict of schedules. Yeah, of course. So, okay, cool. Right. Um, and then let's see. Um, oh, um, um, this year I'm um, um one of my gifts I'm I'm crafting for Nikki. I'm sorry, one of the gifts for Nikki I'm actually mm-hmm. hand making, and, and this is what I have so far. Um, um, the, isn't she in the other room? Who, isn't she in the other room? She already knows. Oh. Yeah, um, there was uh, there were some heavy emotions the other day, and and some motives being questioned, and um and um and, and I calmed her down 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 by showing her that I was hand making something that she was then literally brought to tears over because she loved him so much. Um. So, 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 so these so, so they're not finished yet, but mm-hmm. but they're close. Okay. Um. These um these eventually are are, are going to become tree ornaments. One oh, for okay. her and um and one for her best friend Cat in Virginia. Okay. Um and um and, and they're themed off of something from their favorite video game series, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um um it's something called a Paupu fruit. Um it, it's basically the star shaped fruit and um and um and if two people eat them, they're friends forever and always connected. Okay. And um and and, and so they've always had a big impact in the game and um and in their lives so 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 i thought it'd be cute to uh, kind of make one mm-hmm. um, one for nikki and one for cat to kind of um put on their trees every every christmas that's cool connor you th- you 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 are so considerate and you think of people so so well um Thank you're you. the antithesis of your selfish dad so you're not selfish <laughs> what you're not. Uh, I kind of am. Give me one example. No, I'm not going to go into personal history uh, okay. <laughs> on the podcast. But suffice it to say, it's something that I struggle with every day. It's one of it's one of my issues that I struggle with. So, um, but, all right, cool. But anyway, hang on. That's that's everything I have. All right. Um, me still don't have a job. But now, you're close. Yeah, yeah, I'm close. Uh, as a matter of fact. I know I'm going to be getting an offer. Um, well, I mean, I got those two offers, one from Ohio, one from Texas. I mm-hmm. found out today that um, my stuff in Ohio got approved by their human resources department, and they were forwarding it to the medical director of the hospital today. So I don't, still don't know what the final offer is going to be, but I know that there's a final offer out there. I'm just waiting to get it. Um, yeah. have not heard anything really from the Texas job in a while, so I'm going to follow up with them tomorrow um, and see. But, um, you know, and then your mom and I'll have to kind of decide, but, you know, yeah. if it's anywhere, if the one in Ohio is anywhere close to acceptable, you know, and it's not like a huge pay cut or something like that, then that's probably the one we'll go with just because it's closer, it's closer to everybody really, you know, of the yeah. two. Um, now it's about a 14 hour drive to your mom's mom, you know? Yeah. Uh, out in Oklahoma, but it's a 13-hour drive from where we're at now, so it's only an hour further. Um, and if we live in Texas, it's about a 10-hour drive. So we'd be a little bit closer there, but we would be 17 hours from my family and about 24 hours from you. <laughs> yeah. So we would be at – so of the two, we'd kind of prefer the Ohio because we prefer cold into the – oh, we looked on a map. This tells you mm-hmm. how far south this town in Texas is. We looked at the map, looked at the globe. Yeah. It's parallel with Miami, Florida. 
That's how far south it is in Texas. Oh god dang! <laughs> so it's like super south. How how close to the border is it? About twenty miles. Oh, so yeah, so it's like really down there. It's if we drove from our house to your to my mom and dad's house out on the lake, we would be in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> god dang! I, I'm just pretty much that close. So. <laughs> So that's that's going on. So don't know for sure. Um, we've been the house is kind of a wreck right now because we're in the middle of trying to pack things up. We got some Christmas stuff out. We're going through Christmas stuff to get rid of Christmas stuff, because whether this is the curse of, of of the American society, you feel whatever size house you're in. You know, if you have a two bedroom house, you fill it with stuff. If you have a five bedroom house, you fill it with stuff. So yeah. we have a house full of stuff. Oh, sorry, I don't know why that happened. <laughs> My finger touched the touch screen over here. Sorry about that. So we're going to dance to the elevator music. <laughs> so anyway, keep my fingers away from the touch screen. So. Um, no touchy. No touch. No touchy. Uh, so anyway, it's. it's we're getting. So we're trying to get rid of a bunch of stuff and sort through stuff and decorate. And it's just crazy. I took two truckloads of stuff to the dump today. Um. Just trying mom, to mom did text me earlier today if there was any kind of any kind of Christmas stuff uh, we wanted, but, but honestly, we we have as much as we can put in here. I'm sure, I'm sure, but look, we're we're just trying to get rid of anything. I know, and we're trying but, to give it, we're trying to give it to the family first before we just yeah. get rid of it. To but if you want, if um if if you want to save that um that nice wooden nativity scene for me when I get my first house, you could do that. Talk to your mom. Okay. Talk to your mom. She's on okay. that duty. She's on that duty. So right. anyway, um, yeah, so that's really all that's been going on. It's like, it's like house trying to figure stuff out and getting the job taken care of and looking at lots of houses and trying to decide what we're going to do about a house. So that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's all I've been doing. As, you know, there's no work stuff to talk about. That's for sure. <laughs> I honestly did did think thing um 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 the house down in Georgia would be the house house my grand um your grandkids come and visit. You know, I really thought that. Your mom had your mom had a weak moment the other day when she was thinking about the fact that this is the house that our our kids grew up in. This yeah. is that you know I mean. You know, you this and Luke, the house. All I mean, you were born in Chicago, but you don't remember that. But you yeah. grew up early years in Bismarck, and and Con and Luke and Mitch were born in in Bismarck. They don't remember it really. So this yeah. is the house that y'all really grew up in. Um, yeah. And so that's gonna be our. So she really wants to make sure that when you guys are here, that we get a a, a nice picture. I don't mean like dress up kind of picture, but a nice picture of the five of us in front of the house. Why y'all are here? Um, 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 five, five of us meaning meaning me, Luke, Mitch, you, um, you and mom. The five Luke's of gonna us. gonna be there. Luke's still here. He hasn't gone. He's not gonna be reporting till probably like March. Awesome, awesome. So 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 so, so, so Nikki will finally get to meet Luke. Yes. So uh, so, so we want to cool. make sure that happens. Yeah. Mom, mom really wants that. Okay, so that's it. That's there's 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 no really exciting. That's the heavy stuff. Oh, oh, um, I will say I'm gonna put a plug in for this movie. It's not a nerdy movie. It's a documentary. It's on Netflix. Oh my gosh, it's called Fourteen Peaks. 
your mom and I were saying, hey, let's watch a movie the other night. And, she, and she, you know, your mom loves documentaries. And we saw that one. It looked kind of interesting. And so we said, okay, we watched that one. She fell asleep, and I was riveted. What's so, it about? 14 peaks. Fourteen. There's 14 mountains in the world that are over 8,000 meters tall. Okay? 8,000 meters is about 26,000 feet above sea level. Okay? Which which is which is what in miles? I like don't what? I don't know the, the thirteen miles. I try I do the uh, Google it. I don't know. I do, I'll, while I'm talking, look it up. How many feet no, is no, in, how many how many feet is in a mile? Um. So anyway, hey Siri, how many feet are in a mile? <laughs> Sorry. Five thousand two hundred and eighty feet. Okay, so so about five miles straight up. Dang, okay. that's okay. That's heavy. So there's fourteen mountains in the world that are taller than eight thousand meters. There's only fourteen in the whole world. Dang. One guy, the first guy that ever climbed all fourteen mountains, took sixteen mm-hmm. years to do it. Okay, not so. That it's, so, it's, so it's almost one year per mountain. Yeah, but it did take him a year. I mean, just you had to hit. No, reco- I, I know, I know. He had to recover from it and organize the trip and all this kind of stuff. The shortest amount of time that all fourteen mountains have been climbed is seven years. This documentary is about a man and his crew. They climbed all fourteen mountains in seven months. Wait, what? He, they climbed all 14 mountains, the top 14 tallest mountains in the world, in seven months. That's basically two a month. Dude, they climbed. There was one section. There, there, I think it was Pakistan. There are three in Pakistan. I, th- I think it was Pakistan where they're, re- they're kind of close together. They climbed. They summited three of the 14 mountains in 48 hours. In two okay. days. Okay. They Were did they using three, vehicles? They did three mountains in two days. Were they okay? Were um were they flying? Were they using vehicles? Climbed, they climbed them, and, and you know full on human ingenuity, human body climb. Yep, and and so they, you know, most of these most of these mountains, these big mountain climbs, they have camps. You have your base camp at the base of the mm-hmm. mountain. You have camp one, camp or camp two, camp three, camp four. You have stages, you know, and you'll spend the night there, or whatever. One of the mountains, they skipped all the camps. They did the whole thing in just one straight day. Just start at the bottom and poof, to the top and poof, back down. I mean. Started at the bottom, now they're there. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I was riveted. And, and it was such beautiful scenery when you saw them summoning a mountain. And, like, for example, Mount Everest, it's 29,000 feet. It's almost 6,000 miles straight up. Six thousand miles. I mean, six. Sorry, six miles. Six miles. Sorry, six miles. I was about miles to straight say, up. but to see 6, them standing—that's almost to the moon. To see them standing on the top of these mountains and just looking and seeing nothing but clouds because they're above the clouds, kind of stuff. It was so, so. It's on. It's on Netflix. You definitely need to check it out. It's super fascinating. So anyway, can't you see the curvature of the Earth on one of those mountain peaks? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And you could see it I in mean, the movie. That's, you can see it in the movie, too. That's another her thing that, sh- that should immediately disprove any, any flat earth nonsense. When you can climb something and literally see the curvature of the earth. Going back to a previous episode. 
<laughs> right. Exactly. Just, just, <laughs> if you find something and physically see it yeah. curl and yeah. bend right. and become just be mm -hmm. a circle. Yeah. You know it's not flat. Yeah. So it's like so in terms of movies, that's one that I watched recently that was really good. Um other cool stuff, the uh Destiny 30th anniversary stuff comes out tomorrow. So yeah. you, so if you if we if you got it, which I do, um I'll get Gallahorn. They they're remaking Gallahorn for Destiny 2, so I'll get that tomorrow. Hey, Dad. Dad. Yes. Yes, I know you got one without before me. I know. I got it. I got I, it. I Rub got it Gallahorn in. Rub it in. for you from a purple engram. Yes, I know. So anyway, and that's done. <laughs> so um, so that's coming out tomorrow. Also, Halo Infinite came out this week. The, the The multiplayer stuff had come out a few weeks ago, but the campaign I think comes out I on Game feel Pass. Like I've missed out on Halo. You know, well, it's I've, a first person I've tried shooter. To play if it you... from the beginning several times, but I couldn't get into it. Hit them and them. Well, yeah, I don't think you're a big first person shooter kind of guy anyway. What do you think Borderlands is? What do you think well, Mass Effect is? But you're, what do you think Hang on, Skyrim is? No, Mass, Mass Effect isn't really a first-person shooter. That's It's third-person. It's third-person. It's action. There's role-playing involved. There's no role-playing. What about involved. Borderlands? Borderlands, there's a little bit of role-playing involved because you're creating the character and you're adding stats and this kind of stuff. And it's the humor. That's what draws you in a lot, right? So That's true. Yeah. So it's... So yes, it's a first-person shooter, but it's not in the vein of a classic first-person shooter, which Halo is. So that's probably why it doesn't draw you in that much. And it's a sci-fi setting, which you're not really into sci-fi. Again, what do you think Mass Effect and Borderlands? Well, did? Borderlands not so much, but Mass Effect, yes. There's literal teleportation and uh, and Matt and freaking. Again, it's the humor that drags you, pulls you in on that one. Though. Yes, but but still, I am a big sci-fi fan thanks to Mass Effect. Yeah, just not movies and stuff. You're not really a big sci-fi movie guy. It depends on um on what kind of movie, you know. Okay, name there, there, name, there name a sci-fi movie you like. Name a sci-fi movie that you like. Ascension. Which one is Ascension? Um, um, I I believe that's that's one with Gal Gadot, Doe flying through space. Hey, so trying to get from from basically one station to another, based on a true story. Was that? Mm, that doesn't sound familiar at all. No, no, it was a movie. I'll about, look it up. Um, I'll look it about, up. Yeah, um, I believe it's called Ascension. You know, it may star Gal Gadot, may star someone else, but 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 essentially, it's a story. Uh, it's the true life story of um of this female astronaut who um who who got stranded out in a spacewalk and, and basically had to had to try and and go from from one satellite station. To another to to try and get back to Earth. Wasn't that Sandra Bullock? That was Sandra Bullock. That wasn't Gal Gadot. Sandra Bullock. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that okay. Um, and I don't I don't think that that was that was not based on a true story. I don't think. Are you and sure? It, and if it was, then it's not science fiction. It's science fact. <laughs> okay, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> All um, right. Let's see. Men in Black. The Matrix. Okay, so you've proved your point. But yeah. you, you've you always told me you're not a big sci-fi guy, that you prefer fantasy to sci-fi. So, anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's also true. Okay. So, so then, so, so then this has all just been for naught. All for nothing. Which all is for a, nothing. Which is a lot of what these podcasts are, all for nothing. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. It's so just I, us being stupid. So let's do the geek question. How about that? Yeah, you ask it this time. I don't remember what it is. I've got an answer for it. I just don't remember what it is. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. All right. So the geek question is, and I got to pull up to get it. See if I got it worded right. All right. So it, uh, that, no, what fictional story set on or underwater is your favorite and why? Okay. Oh, well, well, that's easy. Uh, um, Atlantis, the lost empire. Why? Uh, okay. For one, one, it's a nice classic adventure story with, with, with all the tropes played perfectly, you know, and not pandering to those kinds of tropes. You know, it's it's a nice blend of of good storytelling. You know, it's really an unsung gem um, in um, in Disney's archives. It really is. I agree. Plus, um, plus Michael J. Fox did an amazing job playing Milo. I thought they I all literally did. could not. I thought they all I literally did a good could job. not hear anyone else play Milo except him. No, I you know, and I couldn't really hear anybody else play the other characters either. To be honest with you, now that's true. The 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 little Hispanic, me, me, you know, mechanic girl. Yeah, I, I mean, she didn't do much for me one way or the other. Um, the uh, the French guy I had a crush that, on her growing up. The French guy that loved the dirt. I mean, he yeah. was okay, but. The other characters. I still want to cosplay. Um, is that guy and pose on my knees? The other, the other characters, though, I thought they nailed the voices for all of them. I thought oh, they yeah. were really good for all of them. Uh, and it wasn't that those two were bad. It's just they just didn't really stand out to me like the other ones did. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Um, and 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 Akita was it Kita? Yeah, Kita. I mean, she was okay, but you know, um, but anyway, I thought I thought they all did pretty well. Um, yeah, I. I it was one of the ones that I liked, uh, you know. Um, it's, it's probably um, one of it, one of my. It's st- it's still one of my go to movies. To um, it's still one of the few Disney movies I, I go to and rewatch on a regular. You know. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but that's because I don't have kids in the house anymore. But, um, mm. you you should rewatch it. Oh, also rewatch Treasure Planet. Yeah, that's another good one. That that, was that's another pretty- that's another mm-hmm. unsung gem. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Martin, I love Martin Short's character in that, <laughs> the robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um. Oh, okay. Man. So, so, this... so, what's your what's your favorite part about Atlantis? Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, uh let's see, let's see. My favorite, let's see. My 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 favorite backstory, actually, has to be Joshua Sweet's one. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, because because back in that time, time both um um both both African Americans and um and um and Native Americans weren't seen in the best light in that time period. And this guy, who's um who who's a child of both, mm-hmm. um be it became this respected doctor and um um it was welcomed in um in a primarily white environment. Right. So, um, right. And that just shows how hard he worked to get to that point, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um and um and so that I really respect about the character. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I get that. Um my my favorite <clears throat> scene. Yeah, what's your favorite scene? Still my, <clears throat> my favorite scene still has to be um um 
Milo's big inspirational speech um, um, atop the fish ship thing, you know, and then everyone flying to go rescue Kira after she's been crystallized and taken by Rourke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That whole speech and that whole battle scene, it gets me riled up and smiling every single time, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. Especially when Vinny discovers his his, his giant puffer fish can, can shoot freaking ionized beams of light. Right. Like, okay. Right. Now things are getting good. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. <laughs> it's. <laughs> but and, and we still quote that movie sometimes. Like just oh, yeah. like just just last night. Um. I was getting stuff out of the attic, you know, in the garage. That's our access to the attic, the Christmas decorations and stuff. And your mom's been cleaning in the garage because we've been trying to get rid of stuff so we have room to store stuff as we're doing all this transition. And yeah. so she, there was a huge pile of dirt that she had swept up. And as as we're as we're I'm moving and I stepped down, I stepped right in it, and she went, "You stepped in the dirt, didn't you?" You know, I know it. You sat in the dirt, but she said you it. You stepped the dirt. dirt. Sat in you the dirt. You stepped the dirt. Ah, Germany must have to invade France. It's funny because it did. You sat in the dirt, didn't you? So anyway, so I mean, we still do that. So that was kind of funny that that just came up just oh, last but, night. But the line we always quote in our family. I'm gonna say money, 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 money. I'm gonna say. Money. money yeah so we have quoted that line for as yeah. long as i can remember yeah we have then that one and um and alama he's, he's not supposed to be dead, dead. yeah oh, weird so, <laughs> so anyway. those two lines we've quoted more often in our family than i think any other family should ever do yeah squeak 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 it or squeaking squeaking so <laughs> anyway. uh, squeak squeaking squeak squeaker squeaking <laughs> so anyway uh yeah that's um, that's a good one um i you know but, i didn't okay sorry i was gonna go with my least but. favorite movie um so um around water is water world you know i didn't mind that one you know i mean it was basically mad max on the water and was, that's what and that's why i didn't like it they, they were basically copying him this whole other franchise sure basically in a totally different setting, right? It would, but but here's the thing. So I didn't see it. I didn't see it as a bad movie. I've watched it. I've rewatched it. You know, uh, I've seen it a few times. I'm, so here's I mean, so vibe, but it's just it's it's, it's my it's my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, here's, it's here's, not bad. It's just not something I enjoy. Here's my thing. It's it's not it's it's not the, in my opinion. This is my opinion that it was a bad movie. It was just that it was completely derivative. It was completely. Uh, Basically, Mad Max on water, and yeah. that it went so over budget, and they spent so much money making this movie, and then it bombed at the box office. So that's what made it so bad. If it had been a cheaply done movie, it didn't cost them much, they didn't lose a lot of money or made a little bit of money, it wouldn't have been as bad. But it's because they spent so much making the movie and made so little, I mean, it got such a bad reputation. I mean, why why did they spend so much money? Um, um, when you think about it, hit they... Um, they they had the cheapest um, scenery in the world. Just basically plop them in the ocean and bam. Yeah, but they had to movie. build the sets out in the ocean. And that was the thing. They wanted to do it in the ocean. They wanted to build the sets in the ocean and do it out there, not in like a huge tank. And so yeah, that's, that's so that that was that was part of what made it cost so much. But anyway, the one thing I still can't understand about that movie mm-hmm. is um is um is that whole 
giant vat of decomposing stuff to to try and make fresh land for the tree. I still don't fully get that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they knew that would never actually make make earth, right? Yeah, they knew but that, right? It wasn't, but it's was like no, it's like compost. Yeah, but compost helps things you grow. You still need some. You still need some sort of earth base to start on. Not if it sits long enough. I guarantee you, mom's compost thing that she's got in the backyard. I guarantee if you take that lid off, there's stuff growing out of all that stuff. I've seen it, and it's completely empty. Nope. There's basically mushrooms growing at the bottom, but that's it. That's stuff growing, isn't it? I know. Okay, there's stuff growing, and it's not dirt. I'm just saying, it does okay. happen. It does um, happen. And then, um, oh. You grew in the dirt, then, didn't you? Uh, um, uh, another thing. Yeah. The mutation <laughs> thing. Yeah. That I don't get. I mean, I mean, first off, um, a, um, a mutation literally cannot form that fast. It's uh, um, it's basically only been I, I feel like at most three or four generations since the whole water flooding thing happened, and this guy yeah. had freaking gills. Yeah, you know that makes that that's too fast. Well, I, look, it, I know I get it, but it was it was a movie. I mean, these movies are not expected to be realistic. Did so. it start Kevin Costner? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, um, oh. And the little girl? You remember the little girl in the movie Waterworld? The that uh, that had the map on her back. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you know who that is? Gal Gadot. No. Sorry, sorry. She she she's on my head for some Apparently. reason. Apparently. <laughs> no, Napoleon Dynamite. The girl the the girl that he liked in Napoleon Dynamite. It's the same girl. Scrunchy girl. Yeah. Same girl. That's her. Yep. Same girl. Yep. I guess I don't recognize her without. So so when I so when I scrunchies in her hair. So so when I saw her in Napoleon Dynamite, I went, "Hey, Waterworld kid." Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. I so now I... my turn. So I guess yeah. <sighs> I didn't think animated movies. I wasn't going in that direction. Of course, if you went animated animated direction, of course, there's Finding Nemo. Which is a fantastic movie, Ponyo. I didn't see Ponyo. It's anime, right? Ponyo. Yeah, yeah I see. Um, I, I don't. Um, I, and one of one of Studio Ghibli's best right. movies in my opinion. So I, but starring I Liam Neeson, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I don't watch anime, so of course I didn't say Ponyo. Um, so Finding Nemo would have been a good one if I was thinking animated. But I was thinking more live action, you know, special effects stuff. And I think the one that I would probably pick would be The Abyss. I've seen that one. Oh, that's 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 that one with um with um with, with those like underwater aliens that mm-hmm. made that made sentient water stuff. Yep. 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 Uh, the, or the guys the, that the, could the, the, like mimic the face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I remember so, watching that with you a couple times. I, I just love that. And, you know, with Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio and, and Sam, not Sam, Ed Harris. And, um, you know, there's just, so the cast was good. Uh, Ed Harris. Why does that name sound familiar? He's been in stuff before. Uh, did you ever see Snowpiercer? No. Oh, that's another good one. Kind of weird, but good. Um,. That's anyway. that's right in my wheelhouse. He's he's uh, and it's it's dystopian future type stuff. 
So basically, the entire human race is um is on a train that goes around the world, right? Yep, because they because of global warming, they tried to put some stuff in the atmosphere that would cool the atmosphere down, and it did it too well, and it created a worldwide ice age. Ice age. And so the entire surviving members of the planet lived on this train that never stopped moving and circled the, the world forever. Now and so, he was and he was the so design then, of the train. So um so, so so then does that mean basically the entire planet is covered in ice? It's just one giant ice cube? Yep. The entire planet Even was covered the oceans. in ice. Everything was ice. Everything Even was the frozen. Ocean. Everything was frozen. Yes. Everything was frozen. Yes, solid. That, that shouldn't be possible. It would literally have to be negative hundreds of, of degrees to first off freeze the ocean. I'm, okay, Connor, it may not have frozen the ocean all the way to the bottom, but it may have frozen like the hundreds and hundreds of feet of, of ocean water so that they couldn't get to the bottom. I don't know. Again, it's a movie. Suspend belief a little bit, suspend reality a little bit, and enjoy it. So anyway, um, so I, I just I thought it was an interesting concept. It was almost like a space movie, but mm-hmm. underwater. So it was it was really science fiction, but underwater. Now, yeah. um, the I've got. I mean, it had aliens. I've got the. I think I've got the DVD, or have I got the Blu-ray? I think I've got the DVD. I don't think I've got the Blu-ray you've, of it. You've got the DVD. Um, I, I, I remember watching the DVD <clears throat> several times. And I think I've got the extended. I think it's got the extended edition, and so it has a yep, lot of does. extra footage at the end. <clears throat> so it, it's just fascinating that I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to tell you about why I liked it so much. I just liked it because they did so much it work. Just for, it's it struck a chord with you. They did they and they did so much of the actual acting underwater. Now of course they did use a big tank. They didn't tank. they didn't go to the bottom of the ocean and do this with yeah. actors. But the you know the actors really did a lot of that swimming in 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 the movie. You know back and forth. You know and uh, uh, so the special effects were pretty good. The 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 water tendril. Yeah, the the water tendril thing. I mean, that was that was pretty cutting edge, you know, special effects at the time. For the time. Yeah, for the yeah. time. Right, right, right. So that was really cool. Um, and I saw something because you remember there's the part where, you know, they have the fluid, the oxygenated fluid, so they can yeah deal with the pressure because then they just breathe water, yeah, uh, or this fluid, and. You know, they took the guy. They took the guy's rat, pet rat, and stuck it in there to show him how it worked. Yeah. And I saw something, and they really did submerge that that rat in that water or that liquid. Yeah. But they they I saw something one time that explained how they did that, and I wish I could remember how they did it. But they did something where the the, the rat didn't die, you know, but it did go under underwater. But I don't know how they did it. But it was pretty fascinating how they figured out how to do these things, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, and I just like uh, Ed Harris. Um, I, mean, I like Ed Harris I mean, I th- and pretty much everything he does. So I mean, I th- I I think rats as a species are are able to to for short periods of time at least survive un, un, underwater just so, just because of uh, of their environments where where they normally live. They can they survive underwater, but they're they're not breathing the water though, because there's no oxygen in the water. They can't process the oxygen that's in the water. You have to have gills to do that, so they couldn't. They can't breathe the water. 
like a fish can. So anyway, technically frogs can't either. Um, but they, they they don't have gills, but they no. can survive underwater. Yeah, but they hold their breath forever, just like a turtle does. It's not breathing; they're just holding it. <laughs> so, as far as I guess, if if we if we're gonna do your le- my least favorite movie that's uh, based this water based, yeah, that's super easy. Jaws. That's so that's just because it, it's it scarred you for life. Is that not a good enough reason? Is that not no, a good it's enough not reason? A good enough reason. It's my least favorite because it scarred me. It's a fascinating movie. It's a well done movie. I think it was Spielberg's first movie that he did. Yeah, I think. And everything kept on going wrong with it. And and you know and it was Richard Dreyfuss's big break as as an actor. Uh, yeah. It was a fascinating movie. Well acted. Really good movie. Uh. I was just forced to watch it from the front row of the theater and got to watch, at seven years old and watch a 40-foot shark eat people at seven years old. Yes, it traumatized me. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%, unashamedly, yes, I have some PTSD from that. Absolutely. Still to this day. Still to this day. I know. I, I, I exist with it. You know, I'll get in the ocean. I won't go very deep. And I won't stay very long, but I'll get in there. Um, so, I mean, and, and now, I mean, and now, honestly, I'm not that afraid of sharks. But I mean, and, and, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, yes, if you see one out in the wild, it's it's scary. But um, but um, but if you but if you see one, when I'm, it's very likely it's not going to attack you because because um, uh, I believe everything p- p- people have always said. Literally, hundreds of factors all have to line up perfectly in in order for the shark to even look at you as possible sustenance. Well, now at least look. As long as the shark is not doesn't have jingle bells on it, I'm okay. <laughs> or after, um, after this or, movie um, that we or, watched, or Christmas lights, it, it can use to, to literally lasso you and yank you in the water. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Semi fakely. <laughs> There's no semi fakely to any part of this movie. It was about as fake as you can get. Come on, man. There was nothing believable I, about. That. Oh, I just, I just uh, hope. I guess hope we should probably also. Done, I just hope the shark also doesn't have some kind of weird, um, weird candy corn horn. Well, so anyway, so maybe let's start. Let's start that that sec that segment then. Let's start the roll for credit segment, okay? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> So we're talking about the 2018 high school drama AV club movie, because that's what it seemed like. Um, yeah. Santa Jaws. Um, Santa Jaws. Um, so the little story, the little thing here is, Cody is an aspiring comic book artist who happens to be a who happens to be gifted with a pen, which changes reality. As he first draws Santa Jaws, making it come to life as Cody's family and friends are picked off. First, no one believes him, but soon his remaining family and friends find out it's true and race to battle for survival. Who will win? So, a kid draws a shark 
and calls him Santa Jaws with a Santa hat on its fin with a magic German pen and it comes to life and starts eating people. That's this movie. Okay, here's one thing I want to to address about this movie. Please do. Well, actually, it's two things. Yeah, I'm sure well, I've got well, a lot. No, well, no it, it's one thing with two points. One, okay. the shark is literally only dangerous at most one month out of the year. At most one month out of the year. If you go with their logic, if you go with their logic in the movie, you're absolutely right because in the movie, it's they only s- attracted to anything Christmas. It's only attracted to anything Christmas. And 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 what was the first thing that that, that drew it in to kill Papa? Eggnog. Eggnog. Yep. Eggnog is its chum. Um, there was there was literally a point in the movie where they made chum with Christmas cookies and eggnog. <laughs> there you go. Now it's that's like- now that's some chum I could dive into. <laughs> I get, I get, but still. I, that you know what I would probably say that I've probably eaten some things that probably look like Christmas chum at some point. Um, <laughs> lots of eggnog and lots of Christmas point is, well, <laughs> My second point is this thing. Uh, this thing again is only deadly if you're near the water. I mean, I mean, literally, if if you're on land for, for even a two for even a two feet distance, ain't gonna get you. Dude, it jumped up on the deck like a seal to grab mom. Yes. At the end. So, no, and she was more than two feet away from the edge of that thing. And it, it you know. But still, if you're, if you're far enough on land or high enough, up enough, it can't get you. But you do now, know granted, you do know that now, in real granted, life. It's, um, um, it's now, now granted it did that stupid thing thing with, with the freaking Christmas lights around its tail, use them as a goddamn lasso to um uh, to bring to bring the token hot chick into the water because it's a very, magical very shark. Shakily, I might add, and you 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 could tell she was basically just standing there, and people were pretending to pull her. Um, and then finally, when she was quote unquote yanked in the water, she basically just basically swan dived back. Yeah. No, she wasn't actually yanked back. So anyway, um, you were saying I'm sorry. So no, I, I was, so the, no. The, go ahead. I was just going to say that in real life, you know, that great white sharks can breach like ten feet out of the water. You know, when they come at that island in south off South Africa coast or whatever, they come from deep to get the the seals, and you see them yeah. breach out of the water. So anyway, um, but so so the story is this kid is a com aspiring cop comic artist and he's been drawing and pilling with this character called Santa Jaws um, and his parents just, just as a goof you know just as a goof yeah but and then his parents are really kind of bagging on his comic book work and he drew some caricature of the high school principal and he got in trouble for it so his mom granted him and so he was mad and was granted to his room. He went to his room, and there was a gift in there, and it was from his grandfather, and it was a wooden box with a fancy-looking pen inside, and it said something on, on in German on the top. And so he took out the pen and said, oh, this is really cool, and he finished drawing Santa Jaws with the magic pen, and Santa Jaws came to life in the water and then started terrorizing people and killing people. And it started with his grandfather because he and his grandfather on Christmas Eve morning went out fishing. And on the shore, and oh, there goes Chase. And um, 
ate him, and it started from there. And he started trying to tell his parents that it happened, and they thought he was lying and making stuff up, and nobody believed him. But then family members and friends started dying one by one, right? So it's your typical kind of, it's almost like a typical serial killer kind of plot design that people just get picked off one by one, you know, kind of like in Jaws Ex or whatever. Except what? It, um, it, um, except it's done by a 20-foot great white shark with glowing red Rudolph eyes, a, um, a Santa hat on its dorsal fin, Christmas lights wrapped around its tail, which, again, apparently it can use as a goddamn lasso to pull mm -hmm. someone from on land into the water. Um, and, um, and then eventually, through, through the process of the film, gains, um, gains a unicorn Christmas horn. ball. Yeah. Um, um, gains a sharpened candy cane horn and, and it basically makes it a freaking unicorn but whatever the crap and um and and it bites down on on a bunch of christmas ball ornaments and its teeth become literally shards of chris of christmas ball ornaments so so here's so here's what happened so you know they were trying to figure out how to kill this thing and people friends and family started figuring out that this thing is real it's really happening and they kept trying to kill kill it and so they're trying to figure out okay if it came to life when you drew it so now kind of redraw it to make it not dangerous anymore so the first thing they did was take so out took take out the teeth. took out the teeth so what did the shark do it went it, there was a, there was a box of christmas balls on the on the the dock he knocked it over and then chewed all of them and created christmas ornament teeth i keep knocking chase over Christmas ornament teeth. So then he had red and green teeth. Okay. So then they tried to create this torpedo, this candy cane, because they found it could only be hurt by Christmas things too. So they tried to create this candy cane torpedo spear thing, and it speared the dude, the shark right in the, in in the nose basically, and created a unicorn in horn, and a, and a unicorn horn. So now it had a candy cane unicorn horn, Christmas ornament teeth, and yeah. So it was. Okay. It just got more ridiculous as it went that on. To work, work on. They should. Um, he, he he should have added, added the second part of it, coming out from the other end of the shark to to um to to make it look like a longer candy cane came through and pierced all the way through it, and uh, instead of basically just tapping it in the forehead, well, it, just got, it just got stuck. It just got stuck. It didn't go all the way through. So no, but that's the thing. The thing that's that's how how. How he drew is basically just one piece in its forehead. Uh, if he had continued drawing and, and um and and made the medical I mean, um the other end came out of the other end of the shark, it, um it would have it would have made a longer candy cane that then would have pierced through the whole shark. Yeah. So they. So that was an error. So then, so everybody's pretty much dead. okay. First of all, his grandfather, then his uncle. Then um, the uncle's wife, his uncle, um, who's who, who's a Snapstagram model. Yeah, she was a Snapstagram model. That's what they called it, Snapstagram. Um, then she died with one hundred and twenty thousand followers. Then their best, his best friend died. Then the comic shop owner died. Then the 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 love interest died. So then, the, so the only people left were. The kid, his brother, and his, his brother and his parents, and so and eventually they all died. So they try 
to dad's like a physics teacher. They have a, a dockside restaurant, and so they decide they're going to try to try to kill this thing with exploding Christmas, Christmas turkeys. With exploding Christmas turkeys, they put explosives inside the Christmas turkeys. They made a catapult out of a picnic table. Literally cut a picnic table up and turned it into a catapult. For the receptacle to hold the turkey, it was a frying they used the pan. It was a ba- it was a, based, a baster pan. And they were f- literally flinging. Now, this whole thing, all the water stuff was filmed in a marina. I mean, clearly, it was just they filmed it in a marina, some local marina. I guarantee you the houses that they were using as their houses was probably one of probably the director or somebody's house that they were actually using. It was their neighborhood, and it was probably their marina. <laughs> and, and so they were flinging turkeys at this thing, and, um, and they missed. They had three. They missed left. They missed right. They and then they they, they, they flung the middle. They fling they flung the third one, but it flopped and it landed on the dock. So the bro, big brother, who's a baseball pitcher, said, "I'll get it." Runs down there and gets the turkey and throws it at the shark, and the shark jumps up on the dock and eats the brother. So then he was in first with the with, uh, with right, the right, right, made right. unicorn horn. Right, and then then dad gets killed, then mom gets killed, and so what? Finally, so do we want to say how he finally? Wins the day. I mean, I mean, I say no, but but at, at the same time, nobody's gonna watch this. Okay, no, no, but nobody should really. But, but anyway, so basically, he, he wins. He wins. He destroys the shark, but he does it in a way through the comics, through his writing, you know, through the comic strip, and he changes something in the comic strip that changes the outcome, and then basically he wakes up the next morning, Christmas morning, like nothing's happened. Everybody's I mean, there. What, what I don't get Everybody's is, alive. Nobody's died. He got his family what back. What I don't get is his comic his comic didn't actually have, have an ending at that point. He could have literally just drawn a bullcrap ending and and then and have whatever the crap killed Santa Jaws just then mutually die off. Right. You know? But but that would have been kind of it's, it's like that would have been kind of too easy for the movie. That that would have made too much sense. Now, what part of this movie made sense? Why would you want to start making sense at the end? <laughs> I <That's> mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're gonna make a movie about Santa Jaws, where in that movie are you going to want to actually plan to be logical and make sense? Here comes Santa Jaws. Don't Here you come Santa Jaws swimming down the marine? Don't you ha- don't you have to just suspend all logic and reality to one write a movie called Santa Jaws, two act in a movie called Santa Jaws, and Poorly. three watch a movie called Santa Jaws. <laughs> so, so are you saying we gave up on life? No, we gave up on logic and reason when we watched this movie. When did we ever have those things to begin with? Well, you do have a point. <laughs> I mean, Dad, that literally <laughs> in, in our genetic code, but um, the DNA sequences of um of logic and reason were replaced with um with um with with ADHD and nerdism. So when did you get our DNA DNA sequenced? Because I'd like to know that. That'd be really cool information to have. 
Sorry, I just had to go there. So that's classified. So now, now, was there anything about this movie that you liked, enjoyed, didn't like particularly? We kind of talked about this stuff. I loved that it was so stupid. It was completely stupid. It's one of those movies that that it's so bad, it's good. Well, now I wouldn't go that far. This could have been been a holiday Sharknado. It kind of was, really, in a way. Yeah. I mean, the shark could have been the a, shark a holiday version of, of, of Sharknado, and, and could have had its own franchise of bad, crappy movies, just like Sharknado did. So, uh, you know, I mean, and, There's and been I mean, like six Sharknado movies. The 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 graphics of the shark was basically Sharknado levels graphics. I get that. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say it was one of those movies that's so bad it's good. Um, no, I wouldn't go that far. And you know, and as we talk about that, we always we always put Gora as one of those movies that's so bad it's good. But I didn't really find Gora bad. I just found it completely silly. You know. So anyway, um, what I did. Are are are, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. You just kind of look like you just kind of completely zoned out. So, um, I'm just scratching and stretching. So, I did. I thought the kid that was his Cody was his name, or was that the brother? Um, Co- Cody was the kid. Josh was the brother. Okay. So I thought the kid that and, played Cody and was it Steve who was the uh, friend? I don't remember. Anyway, I think um, it was Steve. I thought I thought the kid that played Cody actually did a pretty good job. What, he did do an okay job. He did an okay job of being like the sarcastic little teen kid. I thought he did okay yeah. with that. Um, I kind of really liked the uh, comic shop owner. He was kind of funny. I liked him. It's kind of stupid. He seemed, funny. he seemed kind of like a more scummy version of Stewart from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, slightly less nerdy and and pathetic. <laughs> Ben Stewart too, but but anyway, and there was a whole there was a whole plot line, there was a whole subplot line of him um, stealing the pen and using the pen to get things he wanted. But we won't go into that. But I thought they did a really good job, and and it was it was filmed in these little towns in Louisiana because I watched at the end, and one of the one of the groups that was given a special thanks was like the local high school AV club or something like that. So I think they had played a role in helping make this movie. Um, but, I, so I don't know if it was a real comic shop in that town or not, or if they, you know, filled it up to make it look like a comic shop. But it looked like a real comic shop. I mean, a decent, you know, it had comics everywhere, but it had all the board games and the role-playing games. Did you see... Behind the counter was an entire wall of de- of dice, an entire yes. wall of Chessex dice. I mean, there was there was also an entire wall of of, of figure paints. Right. Yeah. So so they had so somebody, either they said, "Hey, we want to use your comic shop as one of the settings, and we'll pay you some money to let us do that," and they did that, or if they just took an empty storefront and filled it, whoever did it did it right because that's it that was a good comic shop you know yeah. had all the stuff in it so i kind of like that um i'd have gone there i'd have gone there there um but there was you know oh but i guess i guess i should do that we ran out of time uh, probably five minutes ago so 
I did like I did like that. I thought the kid did okay. Um, I thought it. What I thought was funny was that. Do you remember when the uncle and his little influencer wife, you know, model girl, were in the yacht and he was getting ready to decorate before he died, and she came out wearing her bikini for all of her snapshots and stuff. I still don't even think that was that was a bikini. Him. There was way too much frill and detail for um for it to be a bikini. It was, it was, it absolutely was. There's, there's, there was a style of bikini, yes, but and but it must have been. They must have filmed this in winter because she and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you could tell she was freezing because she had goosebumps from her shoulders all the way down to her hands and on her chest. She was freezing. You could tell she had good. She had. Chill bumps all over her. She was so cold. Uh, I felt so bad for I, her. I, mean, I felt so bad of where for her. you are in the USA. Um, in December, it's gonna be cold. I know. Regardless just, of where you are. I, well, not necessarily. I mean, you know, Miami in in December is probably seventy degrees down there. So no, but but it must have been cold. I felt so bad for her. She had to be freezing, and then had to go out there. And, and do the scene where she gets on her little float in the water taking pictures. She's on the water. She's freezing. I actually felt bad for her. Um, yeah, me too. But uh, it's, it is, you know, Sharknado meets... Those movies. It, it, it is Sharknado meets Home Alone, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Sharknado meets Home Alone. So uh, it was weird. It was weird. I would not really recommend watching it unless you just like watching really bad Christmas movies. It definitely was a Christmas or, movie, or or just bad movies in general. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely was a Christmas movie because it's it was around Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't the whole debate Die Hard. It wasn't like the whole debate is Die Hard a Christmas movie or a movie set at Christmas. I will die on the hill that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I will die on that hill just uh, just because the movie happened. <laughs> On the day of Christmas <laughs> is not me. It is a goddamn Christmas movie. Oh god! I so, will die on that hill. All right. Uh... So sometimes I I don't even think Home Alone is a Christmas movie because um that one's much because, closer to Christmas movie than Die Hard is. Day. Um. Still, but um. But um. But the only the only thing Christmas about the movie is. The time of year it is, um, it, it, um, it's not a Christmas movie, um, um, in the way of, of it being about Christmas. It's about this kid trying trying to defend his home from from a couple of robbers. I know. And uh, um, and Die Hard is um, um, it's about this guy trying trying to defend this company from from freaking German terrorists. Well, I mean, look, and I can see what you're saying with Die Hard that it's it just happens to happen at Christmas. But the whole point of Home Alone is they're going to France for Christmas. They're going to celebrate Christmas as a family. They're just going to go to France. That that so it I said, is. I, I can kind of argue. No, so it I'm, is set at Christmas. It is about Christmas. It just happens to center around the kid being left when the rest of the family goes to France for Christmas. So, who dad? That that is. Here's um he, here's a, a debate me and Nikki have, have often. We we've missed nightmare some, we've been, we've nightmare been. before Christmas. Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I wouldn't know. I've never watched it. Really? You, you never watched it? I've never had the urge to watch that movie. I don't know why. I'm you not should, a... actually. You huh? Know, the Tim Burton movies are actually pretty good. I love Tim Burton I, movies. 
some I do, some, you know, not so much. So it's just, it never, it's never been one. I know it's probably, I should want that I've seen, but I have just have never had there to really see that movie. So I've never watched it. I've seen yeah. clips and bits and parts, but I've never watched the whole thing. So I can't, I can't debate that question with you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's really anything else to say about this movie. There's um, not. There's really it's, not. It's, let's just let's just go to the movie we're gonna watch it's for next week. Sharknado meets Home Alone. That's that's kind of the way I see it. So yeah. So we're gonna. So we did our movies a little bit different this week. I just kind of handpicked. I'm kind of handpicking again. So we're not really rolling. I'm gonna call it rolling for Christmas. We're not really rolling for a movie at random because we want to pick some really weird Christmas movies. Yeah. So I picked another one. Mm-hmm. So I picked two, and then I'll look and see if I can find a third one. Um. This, so this one, so I, I, I'm gonna I, I, let's just play the, the let's just play our elevator music just for fun because I like it. Make it look like I'm randomly finding the movie. So anyway, yeah. so I picked a movie called Rare Exports from 2010. Okay. Okay. And this is a Christmas movie. In the depths of the Corventanturi Mountains, 486 meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa. So, um... What in the ever... What? On Christmas Eve in Finland, Santa Claus is unearthed in an archaeological dig. Soon after, children start disappearing, leading a boy and his father to capture Santa, and with the help of fellow hunters, they look to sell him back to the corporation that sponsored the dig. And then there's Santa's elves, who are determined to free their leader. <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds more like this, they freed Krampus. This is rare exports. Watch the trailer. <laughs> I sent you the trailer. Watch the trailer. So that's what we're watching next Monday. Rare Exports, a movie from Finland about unearthing Santa Claus in an archaeological dig, and then kids start disappearing. What streaming service is, um, is it on? I don't even remember. I'll have to go look and see. Uh, I, I have okay. to, I, I, but I'll let you know. But it's on one of them. Um, so. Yeah, so join us for that one. If you if if you didn't like Santa Jaws, you're probably not gonna like this one either. But it's partly <laughs> in, it's partly when you watch the trailer, it's partly in English and it's partly in Finnish with subtitles. So go figure. So um, kind of like um, that Indian movie he with with with, with random bouts of English. Yeah, that one. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name of that movie that we watched. I'm not even. Gonna <laughs> Add a few more syllables and you're probably pretty close. Yeah. Avani mean I can't I don't stop, even know what I'm saying. Anymore. Stop. Stop. But that is a movie I, I would watch again. I I I don't know that I would watch it again. It was good. It was much better than I expected it to be. Uh um, but it was just it was hard for me to watch to keep up. Because, because it was so long. Well, not because it was so long. Yes, it was long. It was over three hours long. Be, be, because of, of the subtitles? Look, if I if I have to watch a movie with subtitles, and I've gotten used to watching movies with subtitles because you guys like watching movies with subtitles, even if you don't need them, I you know. So I've gotten used to that. 
But I need to see the movie. And it's hard for me to watch a movie and watch the subtitles at the same time. I can kind of get had the, a lot of practice with anime. I can kind of get the gist of it most of the time, but they speak in that movie, Avani, Avane Srirana Mariana. They speak so fast, you can't watch the movie and keep up with the subtitles at the same time. You have to pick watch the subtitles or watch the movie. So that's why I watched that movie twice. The first time I just read subtitles the whole movie just to see what was going on. And then the second time I watched it, I watched the movie because I kind of knew what was happening so I could kind of enjoy the cinematography of it, which was actually pretty good. Um, so we we talked about a Santa killing, I mean, a, a, a Santa shark Impersonating shark. Now we're going to talk about Santa killing kids, I guess, I guess. Yes. Or kidnapping kids to turn them into elves. That could be. Maybe. So I have no idea. But we'll be back next Monday to do it again and talk about more stuff. And, and, and you know, uh, whether anybody shows up or not, you and I'll hang out and talk. That's what we always do oh, yeah. anyway. So um, if you listen to this on the audio side, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any of those kind of places where you listen to your podcast. Give us a, a five-star rating or any kind of rating would be good just to let us know that you listen. Um, and we'll kind of go from there. And we will be back here next Monday, same time, um, same bat time. Same, same nerd bat- time, same nerd place. And there you go. Um, so I don't have anything else. Uh, hopefully I'll have an answer about a job, and I'll know exactly where I'm going to be moving soon. By next Monday, and uh, uh, if not, we'll just keep plugging along. So uh, that's all I've got. I don't have anything else going we'll keep on. Keep on trucking. Um, I appreciate you guys stopping by and listening, and we'll see y'all next time. And always remember, stay nerdy, my friends. It's kind of an abrupt ending. I figure if we do 100 episodes of this, by the time we get to 100 episodes, we might actually know what we're doing. Oh! What's up, Jacob? Right as we're leaving. Sorry. Right as we're leaving. <laughs> bye and bye. We'll see y'all later. Y'all have a good night. Maybe we should start at 9 o'clock. Maybe that'll get us... Cause, I can't, know. Dad. No, you can't because you got to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, no, real life comes into play. So, anyway, thanks for stopping in at the end saying hi, Jacob. We'll see you next time, man. So y'all have a good time. We'll see you. Bye, guys. Peace. You're still here? It's over. Go home. <laughs>